Hello and God bless you. Before my introduction, I want to pray and speak a blessing to each and every person who's listening. Father, I pray, petition, and make requests to you with thanksgiving that you will bless your sons and daughters who listen to the messages and podcasts that I believe you've given me. Father, may they be blessed and prosper in all they do according to your word and your will. I pray and petition you, Lord, that they and their families will walk in divine health and that their days upon the earth will be long and fruitful. I ask you, O Lord, that we would all hear your voice clearly and concisely and all that your sons and daughters put their hands to will be blessed. I pray and petition you, Father, that each and every one who's listening along with their families will walk in covenant with you all the days of their lives. May their covenant blessings with you be generational to the thousandth generation, Jesus, should you tarry. I make these requests, petitioning you, Father, with thanksgiving in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My sisters and brothers, if our Father says the same, I will begin to open each podcast episode with this prayer because on a daily basis, I do pray for each of you who listen. But for whatever reason, I feel that our Father is instructing me to pray for you where now you can hear and agree with the prayers that go forth on your behalf. And who is this person who's praying? I'm Prophet Beatrice Valerie Nero, and I welcome you to another episode of the podcast, This is the Voice of the Prophet. This week's episode is entitled, Hard and Strange Fruit. Before I had my surgery last April, in order to assure that I wouldn't fall behind or leave some weeks open without episodes, I wrote a couple of messages that I was supposed to produce and upload during my recovery time. For the most part, I think I used them all but one. Apparently, that one was totally overlooked and forgotten by me, but not by God. A couple of weeks ago, I had a dream. In the dream, it seemed as though I was still with my first husband, the father of my children. He had just come in from work and had a fruit basket. In the basket were bananas, a strange-looking pineapple, and mangoes. The bananas were practically rotten and had been broken in half. The strange-looking pineapple seemed to have something looking like cauliflower growing from it, and the mangoes were green and hard like an unripened avocado. As soon as I saw these fruits, I knew I wasn't having anything to do with them. I asked my former husband where he had gotten that fruit basket. He said that one of the guys that worked for him had been bugging him about stopping to get one of the baskets for some time, and he finally decided to stop so that they could both pick up one that day. As I recall, that was basically the end of the dream. When I woke the next morning, I asked God, what was he speaking to me? 
But all I heard were the words, strange fruit, and then nothing else. Even with that huge hint, I still didn't remember the forgotten episode that was sitting and waiting to be produced. However, I knew in my spirit that there would be a message concerning fruit from the dream God had given me. From the beginning of this podcast up until now, there have been various messages that God has given me to share with you where some would be two or three part episodes. And I wasn't sure if he would have me extend last week's message into a third part. However, as I began to pray and seek his face for this week, the dream and the words strange fruit continued to rise up in my spirit, but still no direct message. Last Sunday morning, I was searching through my computer when I came across a file entitled Hard Fruit. Because I was leaving for an assignment that morning, I didn't have time to read it and actually, once again, forgot about it. On Friday morning, when I opened my files, there it was, once more staring at me, the message entitled Hard Fruit. I read the notes and searched for the audio because I wanted to hear what had been recorded but couldn't find it. It finally dawned on me that it was a message that I had written but never produced, which obviously meant that neither had it been uploaded as a podcast. It was a word that God had given me before my surgery in April, but I had forgotten to process it and therefore had never posted it. But I thank our Father for His fruit, His character of patience and long-suffering. I thank Him for His kindness, gentleness, and goodness, because if it wasn't for these characteristics in our Father, rather than the reminders that He gently sent me, I might have been dealt with in an entirely different way. Truly, our Father displayed to me how He allows us to learn through our experiences and mistakes with Him as to how we should handle and deal with others in their mistakes and forgetfulness through the fruit of the Spirit within us. Remember, I said although I had the dream about the strange fruit, God still had not spoken a specific word to me concerning it. After pulling up the lost file, he spoke to my spirit for the first time through what had been written months before concerning the dream he had just given me a couple of weeks ago. He said that many of us have fruits in our spirit just like those in the dream, rotten, hard, strange, and unappealing. The fruit in many Christians, especially older ones, the supposedly more mature are never truly developed to be used for any good purpose. For some Christians, the fruit they display are absolutely worthless. I make a banana bread that my family absolutely loves. In the recipe I use, the bananas need to be overripe, but not rotten. There's a huge difference. The bananas in the dreams were not only rotten, but they were also broken in halves. Not cut, but broken 
unevenly. There were fruit that any normal person would find totally unappetizing, uninviting, and even revolting. There wasn't anything about these fruits that would entice someone to want to even taste them, let alone ingest or consume them. They were totally disgusting to look at. Yet, this is what many in the body of Christ present to others as their fruits of the Spirit. It's fruits that have decayed on the vine and are now unappealing and sickening. They never developed as they should have or either went far beyond what was intended by God. They're the types of fruit that if they were ingested in the natural, they would cause stomach cramps, vomiting, and possible diarrhea. In some with weakened immune systems, these fruits could even cause death due to E. coli or salmonella bacteria poisoning. Yet again, these are the types that are so often presented as fruits of the Spirit in Christians. The effects on those in the body of Christ can be detrimental. The love that some Christians show toward others is far from the love that Christ has shown us. So many have conditional love that has to be earned by jumping through hoops. That type of love is given only on a basis of if one fits into certain man-ordained categories of approval. These categories can be based on finances, appearance, race, culture, gender, or even one's personal political affiliations. These are indeed strange and hard fruits. The pineapple was strange looking in the sense that it was not just the way pineapples grow, it was though rather than a cauliflower growing from it, it might have actually been a fungus of some sort. Remember, fungus grows on things that are dead and rotten. This fungus-looking appendage made the pineapple look, in a sense, kind of scary. It was totally unappetizing, repulsive, and undesirable. There was nothing about this fruit that would appeal to anyone. And so it is in the body of Christ. They are things that are developed within some who refer to themselves as Christians that are not only disgusting and offensive, but totally repulsive. They literally frighten others away from Christ and his salvation. It makes one wonder what and who they've been listening to or who they're being taught by. When someone is willing to hate, divide, kill, and murder on one day, and yet call themselves Christians the next, this is not fruits of the Spirit. When one can see Donald Trump as a type of Christ, a man who has never ever shown any evidence of the fruits of the Spirit. There's something wrong with their fruits. A fungus is a type of decay. It's rot and disease. Even when the fungus grows white in color, it can be very, very deadly. One of the frightening things about fungus is that it can easily spread and be passed on to others with little 
or no effort. In the natural, it's quite easy to pick up a fungal infection from showers, swimming pools, and locker rooms. But they can also be spread from the environments around you, through the soil and dust that one breathes on a daily basis. So it is in the spiritual sense. A bad fruit can be spread like a fungus through coming in close, constant contact with people who are already infected as well as from the environment that one inhabits. Another unfortunate thing about these organisms is that these things are extremely difficult to heal and get rid of. For some, it could take years. Bad, hard, and strange fruits have been spread in the body of Christ just like a fungus. The type of love, joy, and peace, and other fruits that have been displayed and propagated in churches and among Christians is nothing but spore-producing organisms feeding on rotting fruit just as it was on the pineapple in my dream. And finally, there were the mangoes, cold, hard, and completely unripened, not soft or juicy enough for anyone to enjoy. It wasn't tender, sweet, or could be ingested by anyone. It was just too hard and bitter to be chewed or consumed. Fruit in that condition will give no sustenance, nourishment, or nutrients in any way to the body of Christ. It's absolutely no good. When it comes to gentleness, kindness, goodness, patience, long-suffering, and self-control in many Christians, the condition of the mangoes in my dream describes their fruits perfectly. They're downright strange, hard, and unyielding. I gained so much weight during the pandemic until I decided to see a dietitian. Fad diets are no longer an option for me because even if they work, it's still a situation for me where once it comes off, all that I lost, I'll gain back. Also, I'm actually at an age where I should no longer try dieting as I did in my younger years. However, watching my calorie intake definitely works for me now. On my visit to the dietitian's classroom, there are so many artificial foods that she lets us feel, touch, and handle as she talks about them. The thing is that some of them look so real that you nearly find yourself wanting to eat them. I actually smelled one to see if perhaps it would have the scent of the food it represented. But it was fake. They were all phony. They look real and even feel real in the sense of touch, having a soft-like texture, but they're fake. And so it is in the body of Christ. Christians use their fake, phony, unreal fruits of the Spirit to teach and reach others for Christ. 
When witnessing, sharing, and teaching the word on Sundays and at Bible studies, the fake fruit is definitely on display, just as in the dietitian's classroom. When other Christians during services, revival, and times when wanting to impress others, the fake fruits are always on exhibit. However, when it's time for it to be used in real life, when they think no one else is watching, when with family members, co-workers, in grocery stores, and even while driving, it's shown just how unreal and plastic their fruit really is. When faced with racial issues and social injustices, the very ones they witness to, one for Christ, and are supposed to be teaching, guiding, and mentoring, the fruits that were so well on display will become suddenly strange, hard, and mean. They're found to be false, no good, and just a sham. There are so many with nothing but fake fruit. Their love is fake. Their kindness, gentleness, and even their goodness is just a hoax. We've heard so many use the phrases to fake it until you make it. However, when it comes to the fruits of the Spirit, there are too many who are just willing to fake it and not even attempt to make it. It's so necessary to understand the importance of these virtues in our lives. We all like to hear teachings and sermons concerning love, joy, and peace because it's what we like and it makes us feel good. But remember, feeling is flesh and the fruit that should be exhibited from within us is of the spirit and not of the flesh. Love is something we all desire from others and would not think of withholding it from those that we enjoy being around. It might be a little more difficult to love those who are less easy to love, but after a good sermon or reading a good love book by someone like Joyce Myers, it perhaps becomes a little bit easier. The same way with joy and peace. It's so much easier to develop these fruits because they're more to the surface of our lives and actually have a much greater influence and impact on us on a daily basis. It's a proven and known fact that these three fruits have a positive influence on our physical and mental health as well as our overall well-being. Lord, bring on the love, joy, and peace. However, it's up to us as to whether or not it will de be developed properly and if it's real. But what about the rest of the fruit that may not be as easy or as pleasant as the first three? Please join me next week for more on this topic of strange and hard fruit. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. 
I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.